Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. All of us who've grown up in Christian circles have heard this passage over and over again. Beginning with verse 8. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news, good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, multiplicity of angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And so it was when the angels had gone from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at these things which were spoken and told them by the shepherds. Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them. I call your attention especially to verse 10. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you Good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Mike Treble made a comment last Sunday that I thought was good. Did you see that? I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to a select few, a holy huddle, all people. Everybody say, all people. Great joy. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you would bless and honor and impart your holy word to us. Open our hearts to see and understand and connect. In Jesus' name, amen. Joy, well, what is it? What really is joy? I've been going before the Lord and asking him to give me his definition of joy. Here's what I've been hearing so far. Joy is heaven's energy. It is juice. It is spiritual energy that is generated by and imparted by God Himself. Joy. The Word of God says, "If you, the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
Well, doesn't it stand to reason that if you lose your joy, you lose your strength? Joy is heaven's energy. It comes from a, in an eternal source, which means there is no shortage there. It never diminishes. Which leads us to know this, that because it is supernatural, it is not just a mere emotion. It's not a feeling. It can be emotional. You can feel it. And boy, is that nice when you do feel it. It can be emotional. Or it can be unemotional. Because it is God's energy. It is not some giddy feeling that comes and goes. It is deeper than that. It is imparted by the very source, the Spirit of God himself. It's not, you see, enjoyment is so temporal. I'll bet that here lately, some of you have had different levels of enjoyment as it relates to your favorite college ball team. I'll bet that enjoyment waxes and wanes, comes and goes, dependent on circumstances. The joy of the Lord is not enjoyment. It is deeper than that. It is a spiritual, heavenly, God-given source of energy that's on the inside of every believer. You say, well, pastor, if it's on the inside of every true believer, then why is it that I seem to not be connected to it very much? Well, see, you're going to have to come back next time because I'm going to tell you how and why you lost your joy and how to reconnect with him. But for today, I want you to turn with me to John chapter 17. There is joy that comes from God, the Father. I love this passage. Psalm 1611 says, In thy presence there is fullness of joy. Do you know that the truth to me today is this? When I lose connection with my joy, I have lost the manifestation of the presence of God. Now let me say that again. When I lose connection with my joy, I have lost revelation of the manifestation of the presence of God. Every Sunday, God graces us with His manifested presence. He is continually with every one of us as believers. But isn't it interesting that as we worship and praise and give thanks and pray and fellowship with one another, isn't it amazing the difference in our internal state of atmosphere and even our external expressions become tempered by the joy of the Lord. In thy presence, there's presence of joy. So if I'm not experiencing joy, it is a call to me to get somewhere where I can get into a place of worship, where I can worship and focus on God, because in His presence, regardless of what I'm going through, there is fullness of joy. 
It's not cheap or artificial. It is ongoing and it never runs out. There is a God-given source of energy in the manifested presence of the Father. The Son of God Himself gives us joy. In chapter 17, Jesus was about to depart to be with the Father. The last recorded teachings that He gave us, this is powerful, and I want you to know not to pat myself on the back. This is an assignment that I have from God. And I have had this assignment for a long time. This is one of the scriptures I pray over you every single day. It's the prayer of Jesus. I decided I couldn't do any better than the prayer of Jesus for his disciples. How about that? Jesus in his prayer for uh, for all of us, not only those who were right there with him, but for all of those who would believe in him. Uh, There is a powerful passage. He says, Father, I come to you, Father, and these things I speak in the world that they, those who believe in me, that they may have my joy fulfilled in them. Do you know that Jesus right now is praying for you? And part of his prayer is that his joy would be full measure in you. Regardless of your circumstances, regardless of how dark or painful it may be today, Jesus is praying that his, what would that joy look like? My joy, Jesus says, what that means is, I have unbroken fellowship with the Father. And that's the kind of joy I want you to be connected with. The joy of unbroken fellowship with the Father. What circumstance do you have today that is above and beyond the Father's power? What what pain do you have today that is so excruciating that Father God has never tasted it or known what it's like? What oppressing circumstance do you have today that was not overcome when God raised Jesus from the dead? There's unbroken fellowship with the Father, and Jesus is praying that we could know that kind of joy, Jeff. That kind of joy. The kind of joy that comes from unbroken fellowship with the Father. Jesus' prayer. He says, these things I have spoken to you. And he goes on in the very, a few sentences later, I want you to see something very, very powerful. Continue on in that prayer. And uh, this is amazing here in verse 23. He's saying, Father, I want you. And this is by the ministry of the Holy Spirit he's praying these things. One of the things he told them, they were brokenhearted when he said, I'm leaving, is no. He says, it's to your advantage that I go away. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. He has been with you, but he's now going to be in you. And here's here's something the Holy Spirit's going to do, verse 23. Let them know that I am in them, and you, Father, are in me, that they, those of us who would believe, would be made perfect in me, in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, watch this, and that you have loved them to the same measure as, just like you have loved me. 
He finishes that prayer by saying, Father, I have declared to those who would believe, I have declared your name to them, and I will declare it, that the love which, with which you loved me may be in them. Do you know that what the Holy Spirit is trying to reveal to us is that the Father God loves you as much as He loves Jesus? <laughs> no, no, you didn't hear me. You want a source of joy? Jesus is praying right now, recorded in Holy Scripture. He hadn't changed His mind. That the Father would, by the Holy Spirit, give us revelation that Father God Almighty loves you. Everybody say me. me. As much as He loves Jesus. Oh, God, give us revelation of that. Romans 5, 5 says, the love of God, the agape, the unconditional, unrelenting love of God, Mike, has been poured out in our heart by the Holy Spirit. So it's not that you're chasing it, it's that you have it. It has been imparted to you. The problem is not that it's not there, the problem is a failure to connect with it. It's God's will. It's His provision. It's His impartation. That, the love of God, as He loves Jesus, that's a source of joy. In reading the book of Nehemiah, Jeremiah, you and Gene tell Otis and Ashley I said this. Rachel, Ezra and Nehemiah were partners in ministry. And out of the book of Nehemiah, we read in chapter 8 that there was an enormous assignment given to, the, to Nehemiah and Ezra to oversee the, the rebuilding of the wall in Jerusalem that had been torn down for years. There were enemies everywhere from within and from without. But they went back to Jerusalem to, to try to rebuild this wall with enormous opposition. And they began to get discouraged. And Ezra and Nehemiah began to minister the word of God to them. And this is the encouragement they gave to those who were in something that was absolutely overwhelming. They said in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't stop moving. Don't stop building. Don't give up. God has given you an assignment. Stay, stay till the end. Knowing this, that he's going to give you supernatural energy to get it done. Can I tell you something, church? When we lose connection with our joy, since joy is God's source, it's his energy, it's his fuel, then we begin to lose our strength. The joy of the Lord 
is our strength. Turn toward the back of your Bibles with me to Hebrews chapter 12. I want to show you something that still amazes me. It is incredible to me, even as I read it. We're told in chapter 11 of some marvelous champions of faith who did mighty exploits through the agency of faith. In chapter 12, verse 1, we're told that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, mighty champions of faith in the heavenly realm. Do you know what a witness is? A witness is somebody who sees something. Now, I don't understand all this, but can I tell you something? There are those who've gone on before us. That's the context. Whom God allows to see certain things. A witness is somebody who sees something. There is a cloud of witnesses. If only you could see today that there are those in the heavenly realm that God has given them a glimpse of you and they are cheering and pulling and praying for you. But in the heavenly host, a cloud of witnesses wanting you to get through, cheering you on. Well, I don't know. I am just so kicked around by the devil. You need to get your focus off the devil. There are two-thirds of the angels of heaven are assisting the Father right now. The, the demons of hell are a minority. Satan has been defeated. Jesus has put him under his feet and you don't have to be under the feet of the devil for one moment of your life. If the anointing gets stronger when I'm 70, three more months, y'all ain't gonna be able to hold me down. In that verse 2, look at this. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the what? Who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shape, looking down on it, considering it as a non-factor. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus looked at what was facing him. The brutal crucifixion. The rejection. The my God, why have you forsaken me? The betrayal. But he looked through that crucifixion to a joy set before him. Those of you who are going through a long and difficult, painful season, could you just ask the Lord to give you the grace to do what Jesus did and ask the Jesus in you to look beyond where you are today to look to you to that place where there is fullness of joy. The joy set before you, because I want to tell you something, you're going to get through this. This is not going to last forever. Weeping may last for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. There's joy there. Joy is God's heavenly fuel. Joy. 
Whatever your journey is now, ask the Lord for the revelation of the joy set before you. Can you imagine the story that God is going to tell through you when you get through this period of pain, Billy? There's joy set before you. You got to go through this right now. But while you're going through it, look ahead, look beyond it, and see there's joy set before you. Joy set before you. Well, I'm facing bankruptcy, Pastor. God will take care of you. He is not broke, and there is joy set before you. There is nothing you're going to have to go through that the joy of the Lord can't give you the strength to get through. The joy of the Lord is what gave Jesus the supernatural strength to get all the way through that assignment. Well, what's our part? To believe the truth. The Word of God, we've already we've gone over it. That joy is in you. It's in you. Well, how, how do I connect with that joy? And I'm going to go into that next week, but how do I connect with that joy? Do you know? I want to tell you something today, and I'll expand on it later. Don't have time today. Stop letting your brain hijack your spirit. All your brain is is a product of your physical body that is a massive powerful computer, but it'll constantly send messages to, to you, memories. It will decree bad things. Stop letting your brain hijack the way God intended you to function by being controlled by the Spirit, walk by the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust and pull of the flesh. Stop allowing your brain to keep you stuck when you begin to hear all those messages of gloom and doom and destruction. You need to get somewhere and get refocused on the joy of the Lord and the fact that he's going to bring you through that. He brought Jesus through, he'll bring you through. Joy of the Lord. Re-engage through worship, through prayer, through the Word of God taken in and spoken out. I said taken in, spoken out. Do you know Proverbs 15, 23, it's on the back of your outline, says this, a man shall have joy by the words of his mouth. Do you know that you have the God-given power to decree your future? You can speak joy and connect with joy based on what you say about you. Well, I don't know, when I get run over, when I get run over in, on the truck of life, when you get run over by the truck of life, it's important that you don't let your brain hijack your spirit. Your spirit's reborn. That's where the Holy Spirit lives in you as a believer. You get in there and you need to do what the Word of God tells us to do. A man shall have joy by the words of his mouth. 
So were you joining the circumstances and making a forecast so now you're a weather person? Even they don't do so good sometimes, right? It's amazing how fast a quarter of an inch can, come, can become four, isn't it? Bless their hearts. <clears throat> the best forecast you can make is what God says is true about you. He says that if you are in Christ, you are holy and righteous and blameless and beloved and forgiven. He says that he's your provider and God is going to meet your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He hasn't forgotten about you. This is just a testing of your faith. And what did James says? Consider it all joy when your faith is tested. Connect with that source of energy. So it's the Word of God. It's worship. It's prayer. And it's your own words over your own circumstances and situations. Can I tell you something, church? Every source that you name is already there if you're in Jesus. As Pastor Wayne reminded us last Sunday, Jesus is the importer of joy. His word is the connector to that impartation. And when you start distributing that which you have, it increases what you experience. You say, well, Pastor, I'm just out of joy right now. No, you're out of the manifestation and revelation of it. The joy of the Lord is in you. And can I tell you something? The more you connect with that joy, the more you will begin to experience and walk in it and see the level of it in your manifestation increase. I want you to bow your heads with me today. I pray that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you out of his mighty and holy word. Holy Spirit, please minister to this word deeply into our spirit man. We thank you that when you sent Jesus, you sent the greatest revelation and manifestation of joy we could possibly imagine. Right out of your heart, you came. Out of your mighty, mighty love, we thank you, Lord, that joy flows out of love. And we thank you that the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit through Jesus. Thank you. Give us greater revelation of it, Lord. And we pray you would show us, oh God, what we have allowed to diminish the manifestation and revelation of that joy. And may we recognize that regardless of whatever we're having to go through, it's not more painful or more difficult than the cross. And you, Lord Jesus, are in us. And you, you, for the joy set before you, endured the cross, actually considered shame a non-player, not even give it any kind of credit for stopping you. And we pray, oh God, that you give us greater revelation as we're going through difficulties and pain to focus on you, not on other people or other circumstances. 
Would you just listen for the Lord for just a moment? make a resolute decision right now that in the last days of this season she'll go before the Lord and say God this is a season of joy and I will not allow it to be stolen by the circumstances of this life you are the source of my joy and since the world didn't give me you the world can't take you I will rejoice in God my Savior. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Go with God. He's going with you. We'll look forward to seeing you next Sunday. You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.